Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hi Clubbers, I'm Nicole Goodman and I'm Lauren Mishkon and this is a weekly chance to look back at what we have learned on the show. Welcome to Self Care Club Snippets. Wellness News Flash. So have you got a wellness news flash for us this week? What's going on in the world of wellness? I do. This is courtesy of Women's Agenda. Women are adding self-pleasure to their self-care handbook. Now, I know we've discussed this on the show before, but I think that Mm. the fact that this conversation is normalizing more and more every day, which I think is great. So I just wanted to bring a news flash to complement that. Mm. So throughout the pandemic, silent vibrator sales have skyrocketed and the market of sex toys for women is booming. We have covered this, as I said on the show many before, the industry is growing and normalizing thanks to people like Gwyneth Paltrow jumping on board with her brand Goop and Cara Delvine, who recently became co-owner and creative advisor of Laura DiCarlo, a manufacturer of a very high-end vibrator. It's a market that is finally listening to the needs of women rather than the ideals of the porn industry. So for instance, the writer of this article became acquainted with Zalo's new clitoral vibrator, Bess, which is so aesthetically beautiful that it may as well sit on a mantelpiece, which is about bloody time, don't you think, Lauren? So as a leading tech company, Zalo is focused on removing stigmas associated with sexual pleasure for some women who still think of masturbation as taboo. The beautiful designs that aren't traditionally and often worryingly phallic help those who carry shame, often triggered by religion or culture. In India, for example, the pandemic has seen 65% surge in the sale of sex toys. But while the demand for sexual wellness products is high, the sale and purchase of such products still carries a significant cultural taboo. On the 14th of February this year, a store in Goa launched as the country's first official brick and mortar sex shop. But a month on, it has already been forced to close after local government said it wouldn't allow such activities. Sadly, female masturbation in many conservative mm. countries and even in countries as progressive as Australia is still viewed as the most stigmatized aspect of sex, despite it being completely normal. In fact, it is actually very good for us with female self-pleasure being repeatedly linked to lower levels of stress anxiety and a better night's sleep. But in the same way that women are calling time on many structural barriers facing them right now, we're also calling time on sexual shame. There's a growing movement on social media with people and companies speaking out about the double standards applied to women when it comes to masturbation. It's widely accepted, for instance, that men throughout their lives will engage in self-exploration and self-pleasure with conversations starting at a young age. But when it comes to females, the subject is largely off the table. Thankfully, the sex-positive 
feminist movement has paved the way for more women to normalize discussion around masturbation and apply similar language as what's used in the wellness industries. Brands like audio sex app Furley, a digital space for women to explore what pleasure means to them, provides a good example. As the industry evolves, women are being embraced into the world of self-pleasure because the simple truth is this. Women masturbate as much as men and derive as much enjoyment from doing so. Now we just need to get better at shouting it from the rooftops and the world needs to get better at hearing it. Hmm. I do wonder if there is a correlation between uh, spending like £300 on these designer vibrators and then that kind of being less rude. Do you know what I mean? It's like when they look like art and you can say I've spent £300 rather than like fourteen ninety nine on a pink dildo from Ann Summers. Is that somehow Why like it carry- it's more acceptable? Why? Why? Is it more elitist? Because it, yes, because it becomes like a desirable item rather than something sort of cheap and tawdry. The problem is, is that the conversation around it is it is shifting, but it needs to shift quicker. Like, why is it just a known fact that men masturbate and that's okay? And it's something that all men do all the time. But when a woman talks about it, it's suddenly considered not wrong, but a bit seedy and a bit secretive and a bit taboo. And like, it's not. And then I just start, I wanted to have a discussion with my friends about this at the weekend. Mm. And I said to them, like, oh, I'm doing a newsflash on this. And I just thought it's not something that we discuss. Why is that? And my best friend said, I'd love to discuss it. Let's discuss it more. And I said, really? And she said, yeah. And I said, but, but why don't we discuss it? And she said, I don't know. It's, it just never comes up in conversation. I mean, is it something that you discuss with your girlfriends? No. And I think that's generational, but I think the generation below us, the girls in their twenties, I think it's a whole different thing. And I think they also have a different attitude. They're much more open. And I think the reason why it's not discussed and it's kind of still a taboo thing is because our sexuality is not supposed to be our own. We are only the, you know, we are only the objects of desire for men's sexuality. Yes. It's something that we're supposed to kind of what put up with, put out. We're decorative. Service. Yeah. Yes. We're the decoration. Yeah. The thought of us being interested sexually in our own right it's happening but it's not happening with our generation of women and I like girls below us and I like that there's vibrators coming on the market that are more aimed at what women want not what we are expected to want or shamefully want so Mm -hmm. I think it's moving in a in a great direction yeah for sure but I will say that you and I have discussed this many times and how much we don't Mm. want to discuss our own sex lives or our own sexuality on the show. It's not something either one of us are comfortable discussing. And I think that's just interesting in itself. It is, but it's very exposing. And I do wonder the longer we do this show and the longer it rolls, if actually we'll get around there in the end. We'll We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But for now, for me, it's an intimate private thing and something I'm not willing to share. And that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. The 
The Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Motherkind. Motherkind.